0: Hi guys, I'm Luke. And I'm Amy. And we want to welcome you back to the Amateur Parenting Podcast. What is that? The Heron. No. Oh.
1: Blue Heron.
0: There's a heron flying over her house. Um this week on the Amateur Parenting Podcast, we're gonna be talking to Ashley Aubrey. Um Ashley is a recent acquaintance of ours. Um Three th- Beautiful Beginnings. Three beautiful beginnings, yes. Um and uh, She's been chatting with us here recently and telling us some of her story, and it was just great. So we thought you guys would enjoy it, and we wanted to share it with you. Um, She was born in Arizona, but she moved to Winston-Salem a couple years ago, which is um, local-ish to us. It's the most close (laughs) metropolis to us. Um, She has two boys, uh, ages 8 and 4. Um, she is a single mom, and she has a lot of good stories, good insights, good encouragement, and good experience to share with you. So, before we get to that, Amy, what's your favorite item memory moment story from this week?
1: Um, this week has been kind of a, a rather blah week.
0: It's been um, off, yeah.
1: Yeah, just off. Our schedule's off. Our schedule, not really hers, but, um... I guess it's a continuation of teething. She's not been very fussy or very upset, which is great, but she's been spitting up an absurd amount of times each day. And yeah. it's like we both stink at the end of the day because there's no point in changing our own clothes five times a day when she's just gonna do it again. Yeah. Um, so just that's been going on this week. Um there's something else I thought of.
0: That's not your favorite, though, surely.
1: No, it's I don't just... really have a particular favorite. She's oh, been cute in between all the mess.
0: Yeah, oh, you mentioned speckles. Talk about speckles. Oh
1: yes. Um, we have her bedroom is all ready and prepared for her. We have an abundance of toys that were our childhood toys yeah. um, that we were we've saved. They're well preserved, um, but of course she's a little too old for them. Or er, t- not too. She's a little too young for them, so they're just sitting and they're waiting for her. But I introduced her to one of Luke's stuffed animals. It's a dog. It's a puppy. brown with little spots all over, so his name is Speckles. And I introduced them this week, and she loves this stuffed dog. He's got little round, hard, plastic button eyes and a black nose, and I think she just likes to chew his face off. It seems like love. It's
0: rather cute. It is cute. Um, and this is a dog that I got when I was in the hospital. Oh, see. I didn't know it was one of those. A young boy, yeah. Um, yeah, that's another story for another day. But, you're going to ask me about mine?
2: Oh
1: yeah, I never remembered No, that. you don't. <laughs>
0: so selfish.
1: <laughs> what is your favorite moment?
0: So, this morning... And also on Saturday morning, um, I let you sleep in a little bit, so I got some time with Ina. Which, by the way, guys, I'm really not good with babies, even my own daughter. Like, there's only so many things that I know to do. One is to let her chew on something, and the other is to let her play with things. (laughs) And then I do funny sounds with her. And I have to cycle through those those three things, like... I don't know, 18 times in the two hours that you were sleeping on Saturday. (laughs) Um, And then this morning, I probably made it through about eight times. But one thing that I've found that we both, Ina and I, we both really enjoy together, and that's listening to the birds. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've, she is very tactile. Like she she wants to be touched. She wants to be held. um, Not, constantly but especially in the mornings she likes that physical contact Mm -hmm. with you Um, and so she gets really uh, discontent if you just set her down or something like that so anyway I've been kind of picking her up carrying her around just doing what I do while I have her in my arms and sometimes she's okay and sometimes she's not but uh, she's always like the outside so I figured I would take her outdoors and first thing in the morning and let her just listen to the birds with me, and she has really enjoyed it. And we stood on the back deck this morning about 15 minutes, I would say, um, just listening to the birds, and she loves it. If there's a particularly pretty one, or if one flies by her, she'll like kick her feet, and she'll get really excited, and it's just cute. So, that being said, do we have any beautiful beginnings business? Not much has happened this week, has it? No. No, oh, we. They're still working on a couple of new clients, Yeah. Uh, mothers, a couple of new mothers that we're going to be um, partnering with on their journey of parenthood.
1: We went to the building and had to clean out some stuff and reorganize and add in some donations. and.
0: You guys, if <laughs> I, just pray for us with this building situation. We're so very thankful to have a storage space right now. Um, it's very generous for... Um, this tobacco farmer to let us use his um, barn. Space. It's basically, yeah. Yeah. it's an old storefront, but, but he uses it as a barn. kind It's the
1: bare minimum. It's a it roof and walls and that's it.
0: That's it. And on like a 94 degree day, it's like 120 in there and we're both sweating and Ina is miserable and we're it's, it's like impossible to do any work in there for For anyone very who doesn't long. know,
1: this building doesn't have electricity, so we have to work during the day with you know the sunlight. Yeah. And. It's, but we have to
0: be there early enough that the sun hasn't heated yeah, it up. Yeah, it's in the
1: summer, and then even in the winter when we're working, it's freezing in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's only like I don't know four days of the year that we can actually <laughs> en- enjoy being there. Um. So we're really praying hard about getting a house. And we're or growing. Building. Like we. Yeah, we've already outgrown this space. We yeah. outgrew this space like a year ago. There's also not a very.
1: Not good space to um, work Surf, Yeah. We have no surface space in there pretty much. Um, we just have totes and boxes of what what's been donated. Yeah. And
0: we have had some, um, furniture donated that we made surface out of. Um, so that's been a blessing, but it's just, it's not ideal. And we're thankful for where we're at. We're blessed to have what we have, but we're looking to the future. And if you guys would be, so gracious as to pray for us as we continue to look to the future um if you know of a house in i don't know king winston greensboro pilot maybe even mount airy mount airy might be a little out of the way it's on one end of the our geographic range but anywhere in the central triadish area mm-hmm. um if you know of a house especially that would be fantastic because we need washer and dryer to wash Soft goods um and then a big enough meeting space where we can actually meet with clients It'd be more mothers, of a mother's
1: comfort thing if it yeah. was in a house yeah
0: an office building you just feel like you're in an office building the warehouse yeah I don't necessarily want that but we'll see where the Lord leads us we've got you guys praying for us we're praying about it we've got several people praying about it and just yeah, we'll see what God does. So, that's enough of the business.
1: Ready for the interview?
0: Yep. Yeah. Hello? Hey. Hey! How are you doing?
2: Doing well. How are
0: you guys doing? Pretty good. So, Ina just woke up again. So, Amy is oh, no. not going to be joining us for the beginning of this interview. I'm sorry. No, if you guys wanna change the time or whatever, I'm fine with that. I don't wanna have you guys, you know, scrambling or anything. Uh, like it's no, no I no don't issue with me. I don't think there is a, a good time to do it, honestly. <laughs> so we'll just okay. we'll just go with what we got.
2: <laughs> Sounds good.
0: Um, hold on just a second. I gotta swing my computer over here. I've got Okay my phone recording you on Amy's phone, and I've got all the questions on the computer. So, <laughs> uh, okay, so, um, are you ready to get started? Hello. Oh, did I lose you? Yeah, there you are. Okay. <laughs> are you good? Yep. All right. Well, let's get started then. Um. So first of all, this is kind of a one that we ask all of our guests, or at least the guests that we know are believers. Um, what's your favorite Bible verse?
2: So my favorite Bible verse is John sixteen thirty three, And it's, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace, in the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So the reason why it's my favorite Bible verse is I know that God's in control and um, is there for every aspect of my life. And I need not to worry because everything that's coming at me in the world or coming at my family in the world, is God's already overcome it.
0: So yeah. Yeah. that's
2: something to, to keep in mind when I start to worry. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm worrying, but I don't have to mm-hmm. <laughs> because God's already taken care of this.
0: Yeah, Uh, that's a good one. I like that. Um, So, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, what you do, about your kids, so on and so forth.
2: Sure, so, I am from Arizona, Mm -hmm. originally, born and raised. Um, I moved out to Winston-Salem about three years ago, and um, it's been great. My first move out here, I've wasn't so sure, but now I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I have two boys. um My oldest is eight; he'll be nine in December, and youngest is four; he'll be five next February. So kindergarten is around the corner.
0: Oh wow! Oh yes. <laughs> it's a r- rough time to be starting him too. <laughs> oh yeah. So hopefully by next year everyone's got everything together, uh, and uh, he, can, he can start smoothly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, I am
2: in the research development department for a website development company in Winston-Salem. So I do a lot of their um, quality assurance Mm -hmm. and helping with the research and development uh, techies. So it's pretty awesome. I I love it. And the group is awesome. That's cool. Yeah.
0: So – we recently had a good conversation, and you told us basically your life story and I was just blown away by it, so this the whole reason why we're interviewing you, or I am interviewing you today <laughs> um, so if you don't mind, could you just tell us your story again? sure so I'll, I'll make it a little bit shorter. Okay, <laughs> than that's fine. Than we got the, time. The legs I had. okay <laughs> um. <clears throat> So when I was younger in Arizona,
2: I was really um, into volunteering and helping out. And one of the places I volunteered at was the Phoenix Birthing Project. So as a as a I say a kid, I think I was probably in middle school or going on to high school around mm-hmm. that age. Um, we did a a uh, it was like a group visit there to kind of teach us about. What it's like to have a child, and at that age when you're still a child, having a child was, was scary. Yeah. And <laughs> so they gave us um, uh, the fake babies, but the ones that you know cry and eat food and you need to change them, and you know one on command. Uh, excuse me, command. And that was that was an experience, and it really mm. taught me that um, some, there's some girls who were my age who had to experience that life who were teen moms and um, other individuals who were in their lives who may you know, not be prepared for children. I mean, not saying everyone's prepared for children, but you know, a lot more people, more so financially or um, just in the situations that they were in, mm-hmm. and they had to take care of a child. So give me an inside look on, oh my gosh, this is ridiculously hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to help. So as I got older, like I would, I would volunteer and go there and and sit in on their classes and just kind of help with the ministry itself. Um, when I was sixteen, I had a birthday party. It was a pretty large one, since you know everyone was trying to do the the sweet sixteen birthday party. I did mine on a, a smaller scale, mm-hmm. but you know, still still, still try to throw a, throw a bash. But instead of giving gifts, I had people bring diapers and wipes and baby clothes and you know bottles and all kinds of things that I could take down to the Phoenix Birthing Project and donate to them because I knew their supplies were running low and I just I wanted to help so um, I gathered all the things that I got for my birthday um, and people were awesome in what they donated and took it all down there and they stocked their shelves which is amazing to me so that's Background with that. Um, as I got older, I I eventually became uh, a single mother uh, with my first son, and I was in the boat of oh gosh, I was not prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to college. Um, I was working a uh, full time job, and I was like, okay, um, <laughs> how am I supposed to do this? I I need resources. I need help. I don't. I don't really know how. I'm going to get get through this portion. I knew I was going to get through it, but at the time, my head was just spinning of, oh gosh, like, what do I need to do? So, um, the funny thing was, is I was referred to the Phoenix Birthday Project. Huh. I was like, oh my gosh, I helped you guys <laughs> when I was younger, and now I need you. And they were awesome. They um, helped me with resources at that time. They were on a smaller scale because they had started to disperse more um, due to funding and things of that nature. So they were a smaller organization and operation um, by the time I had my, my first son, but they were still able to kind of help me with that. Also, um, the group, the Crisis um, Control Ministry, I believe it's still called, uh, in Arizona, they helped me with like the ultrasound, my first ultrasound figure out that I was pregnant, <sighs> Um, and, you know, put me in, in uh, conjunction with the, um, the, it's called different in different states, but basically the, the department of, um, child services helps mm-hmm. again, yeah. it's different in every state, but, um, so they put me in contact with them so I can get, um, resources and, uh, help with Medical bills and things like that. So it was really interesting to have helped organizations and been a part of organizations that eventually helped me when I had my first son, and as well as having my second child as well. Because I was again a single mother having my second child. So it's just interesting how, when you put love and and our nurturing into a specific um, mission, and how that mission can show up in in multiple different ways in your life later on it's it's amazing Um, and yeah so it's a little bit of background with with those connections
0: okay yeah so um, that's the beginning of your story (laughs) Um, yes I don't uh, what has God revealed to you through that and through I mean just the rest of your life I mean that was how long ago was that for you? Uh, when I first started
2: helping them or when I had my
0: first son? When you had your which, first son.
2: Uh, he is eight now.
0: Oh, so, yeah, you said that uh, at the very uh, beginning. Yeah. No, it's okay. I could have yes, done the, that math. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He'll be nine this
2: year, so a little over nine years ago. Okay. The, yeah. So, um, the journeys... Um, and what God's revealed to me through those those times is that you know even when i'm like at the you know at the time at a low point God's like oh no i've already mapped you out miles ahead of you just just hang on mm-hmm. and you know just relying on him and trusting him through those times has been super important yeah because a lot of things could have gone a whole a lot of different ways, and just keeping faith and and knowing that, okay God, I know I didn't do things the right way, however, I know you're still there for me, and I know that you're looking out for me and and this baby, and then again, my second child uh, and I trust you, so I mean he's revealed in numerous ways that. He's he's never left
0: us. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful. I think that's one of the best things about God is just that He's always there. I mean, even when we don't see Him, even when we can't see Him, He's He's just there. It just blows me away no matter how many times I've turned my back on Him and I've done things my way and basically spat in His face and said that, you know, I I know better. He's still there for me when I n- find out that I didn't know better and I come crawling right. back to him. I agree. Yeah. Um so 9 years you've been a mother or almost yes. 9 years. Almost, yeah. How are you a different person now than you were when you began your journey of motherhood?
2: Oh wow. Um... I am, I'm obviously more responsible <laughs> than I was uh, to begin with, not just for the the child portion of it, but for um, just in the way I conduct and handle myself and the things that I um, am a part of and um, all of that, it's just, it's way different when looking at it from when I was... Uh, 20 to now I'm almost 30. Like it, it's it's crazy just to mm. go from okay, everything's about me. You know, I'm I'm selfishly living my life as you know as you should <laughs> when you're young and don't have children. Uh, making decisions based upon you know okay, well what's going to make me happy at that time, or how can I move, or how can I you know what job is going to get you know making those decisions just solely for yourself versus having kids and then going oh my gosh okay it's not just me it is mm. me and my children and I am a representation of them and they are a representation of me and the things that I involve myself in will ultimately help to shape our family so just getting that different mindset um is definitely definitely changes um, in that part as as you become a parent
0: because yeah.
2: you know just everything changes and not not changing in a bad way at all. I mean it it allowed me to look at you know as as a single person with no children. I was you know I'd I'd rent and you know every year I'd go okay, well this place is okay, but I really want to go live over here or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, ah, I'll just move. It's fine. I'll pack up my stuff. You know, it's, I don't have that much anyways. But having children allowed me to go, okay, let me look at houses. Let me look at what it takes to get a house. I don't want to be moving every year with kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be, you know, having to pack up our lives and then move to a different spot. So uh, when Miles, which is my oldest, turned one – we bought a house. I say we because he was there at the siding table with me, pen in hand <laughs> at once. So he and I bought a house and um that's where we stayed up through when Anthony was born and it was it was such a change in mindset because I was like, you know, I wanna be in a place where my kids could grow up. And you know feel at home and go hey this is where we live and this is where we are continuing to live now when we moved to North Carolina um originally I had moved in with my parents when we first got here and then we um after a few months of living with them we got a townhome and then about a year after that I bought my next house so this is where we are and this is where we'll stay for for a while and it just gives a sense of, you know, something is ours and we belong somewhere. Mm. And it makes my kids at ease. They know, okay, hey, we live here. We're not having to get up and go, okay, it's that year mark. Yeah. Uh, let's, get, let's get moving or let's figure this out. Um, they are comfortable. They've, you know, done things where they've decorated their rooms and things like that or, you know, I've done things around my house where I've, on home improvement projects, but it's home, yeah. and so that that's definitely a mindset change in that portion too. Uh, instead of just kind of being nomadic and kind of you know jumping around everywhere, mm-hmm. to know I need something that's stable.
0: Yeah. Huh. Um, so I'm gonna spring a question on you now that I didn't <laughs> really think of before. Um, what would you say has been your greatest challenge as a single mother?
2: Uh, Let's see. Greatest challenge. I guess the greatest challenge would be... That's a tough one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I would say... Trying to... To provide enough time. Mm. And... When I say that, I mean we're right now currently, my life is pretty busy yeah. uh the kids' lives are pretty busy, and um just trying to carve out and and make time where we have that family together time instead of us all being in in different spaces um that that was the biggest challenge since uh covid nineteen happened, <laughs> and we were around each other. All the time, all day, every day, that's really changed Changed that challenge into a triumph because for the longest time, um, especially when I moved out here, um, I'm not, or I could say I was not before, equipped to be a stay-at-home parent for that, that period of time. Um, when I first moved here, I was job searching, so I was at home with Anthony and Miles until Miles started school, and I'm not used to that. I'm used to, I go to work, the kids go to school, we are with each other in the morning and with each other at night, and that was my schedule. Mm-hmm. And when I was at home all the time, I was like, oh gosh, I'm really not built for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know how to operate in this in this uh, capacity Um, but coming around a second time with it with the COVID-19 and then being at home and I had to work from home and do school from home and then teach the boys school from home It really tested tested that and like I said turned it from a challenge into a triumph because I was like oh I can do this yeah we we are okay The first couple weeks, let me tell you, those were rough. But but after that, I mean, granted, I've had tremendous help from my boyfriend and from my um, family who's out here. Um, They've, you know, been there, and if I'm doing a project or doing something for work, they've been like, okay, we're going to video chat the kids and, you know, tell them a story or something while you're doing this. So, I mean, that's been great help as well. But just... Um, this time has changed my mindset into, okay, I have time, I can create time, Mm. even though everything is everywhere, I can have those moments where we're all enjoying each other, and we're all, you know, doing stuff together, like we we downloaded the Monopoly game on PlayStation 4, (laughs) and... We it's like one of those live action things. Like we sat there and played Monopoly, and my youngest son won. So it's like, don't get me wrong; he's very smart. Uh, but you know, things like that, were in the busyness of life, we weren't used to it, and and I, I it wasn't something that I put in my mind to to take the time to do. But we've done things like that, or go to the park and fly airplanes, or you know, things mm-hmm. that. I wasn't used to. And now it's it's become a part of our lives, which is awesome. So it is no longer a challenge.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. That's, that's really great. It's amazing. Um, I mean, I know that a lot of people have been ne- negatively affected by this, whether with sickness or even death and losing their jobs and everything. But I... I keep hearing multiple people talking about how much of a blessing COVID-19 has been in their life. Right. Like, <laughs> it's just allowed us to kind of reset and focus on what's really important and those that we care about. Yes. Um, so I think Ina is in bed. Amy has rejoined me. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, would you like to read the next question? Or number six.
1: All right. Um, how has community been important to you as a mother, especially as a single mother?
2: Uh, you know that saying, saying it takes a village? Yeah. <laughs> it definitely takes a village. So, um, God blessed me with amazing brothers. So I have hmm. three brothers and one of them is, is living out of the country now, but, um, When my first son was born and in the beginning when my second son was born, they were around and very um, prevalent in my kids' lives and have been my community. I've had also friends um, in Arizona and now out here who have been a part of my community too, whether it be other single mothers or, um, you know, guy friends who have... Who have been a part of my life throughout my life who have you know been uncles or like adopted uncles uh, to my children, um uh, my parents as well. I mean, everyone's done an amazing job to be ingrained within our lives and allowed my kids to not be able to like miss out on stuff. So an example is like I have a friend. Um, back home who was like an uncle to my kids who when miles was younger he took him to the barber shop uh-huh. um, and that was awesome to me i mean i could have taken him to the barber shop myself but it's a different experience when you go with a man yeah. versus with your mother so uh he took he would take him to the barber shop and kind of make a day out of it they'd go to the barber shop and go you know go get treats and stuff and you know play some basketball or soccer and then come home He'd make a whole entire you know event out of it or my brothers they would you know take my kids and teach them about the bible and teach them about you know hey you guys are men and you guys are african-american men and we're preparing you for life so things like that where as a woman i can't teach my children to be men mm. I, I, i'm not a man um, I can teach them life lessons on, you know, things that I know that are important um, characteristics and traits that men have, but I can't physically teach them how to be a man. Yeah. And so it's been absolutely a blessing to have brothers and to have guy friends and to also have my father um, be a part of my son's lives because all those things that I'm like – Oh, I didn't even think about that. I didn't think to teach you that, or you Hmm. know, funny stories like, you know, my my father teaching my sons how to potty train, putting Cheerios in the toilet so they learn how to aim, like things like that. Like I don't, I mean, as a woman, I'm like, I don't know, you you use the bathroom, don't use the bathroom, you know. But you know, coming up with those things, like, oh gosh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that works. I have less cleanup now, you know, type of situation. So just things like that have been amazing. Um, even like the women who are a part of my life um, I have, you know, long time girlfriends who have kids of their own and just we kind of, you know, made little mom groups here and there. And we've, you know, taken our kids different places to experience different things and until like they have little buddies that they have had for life. I mean, Miles still has, uh, there's a little girl back home who has, I mean, we've known, I've known her mother since Miles was, I believe two or three. So they've known each other for that long and they come here and visit and, you know, and do things with us. And it's just awesome. I mean, same with Anthony, we've had friends for a while who have, you know, been a part of his life and, and it's just cool. It's cool to see how, awesome it is that people can come into your life and come into your children's lives and kind of fill the gaps and allow your children to be able to live what seems like a normal life versus you know them always feeling like they're missing something Hmm. so I mean that's that's been awesome
0: yeah that's really cool Um. it's
1: great to have so much support um, oh, absolutely.
2: I mean, it's love definitely a blessing.
1: Yeah. We'd love to hear that everyone had that good of friends and that good of family.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but, I mean, even just from our own experience, like, we are truly blessed with our family and mm-hmm. friends that have surrounded us when we needed them. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll move on. Um, how do you see beautiful beginnings impacting our community for mothers like you?
2: I mean, what you guys are doing is is great. I mean, I went through the process personally and finding information on my own, but others may not have that opportunity to do so. And you guys provide resources, you provide help, you provide um, people with just the knowledge that somebody's there for them. And I think that is absolutely important in the community. Um, if I had somebody like you guys back when I was going through, um you know being a single mother for both my kids i mean it would have been awesome and it would have been nice to know that you know people just outside of my friend groups and outside of my family but other people were rooting for me and were there for me so i think that's what you guys are doing is is much needed (laughs) in in this community
0: well that's encouraging (laughs) um amy has left again i woke up once again okay no worries i understand we've been getting on a new sleep schedule this week and it's been rough
2: (laughs) i i get it (laughs)
0: um so i have another one to spring on you that i didn't send you beforehand um and this is a big one so i'm sorry (laughs) that's okay um what piece of parenting advice would you give um I mean, you have the experience as a single mother, so what would you give a a single mother that might be listening?
2: Be present.
0: Hmm.
2: Is the advice I have. Um, I know that from firsthand, like, I know it's a lot. Absolutely, 100% a lot. Because you are not only trying to balance life, you're trying to balance having children you're trying to balance having a job you're trying to balance whatever you've got going on you're trying to balance everything on your own and so sometimes you miss out on what's actually going on right in front of you so take care of those things but also be present in the moment hmm. because it'll go by I mean everyone says this and then you realize when it happens to you like, oh my gosh it's going by fast yeah. um, but things and experiences will go by you and you'll look back and go, Oh my gosh, I don't, I I don't remember part of this because this is the time I was stressing about X, Mm Y, and Z. Like, yes, you have a moment where you can sit there and compartmentalize like all your stressors and things that are happening, but also be present with what you got going on in your life and, and with your kids. So, um, yeah, that's probably the best advice. And then also, too, celebrate celebrate your victories. Like, take a minute, stop, and celebrate your victories. Because I know for me, personally, I was chucking through stuff. I was like, okay, I know I got to do this. All right, I did it. Cool. I got to do this. All right, I got past that. I got to do this. But I never took the time, really, to celebrate. Like, I never, like, when I bought my first house, like, I never sat there and was like, okay, I, I just bought my first house. Yeah. like That's that's awesome. No, I never did. I was just like, okay, buy my first house, check. All right, next thing. All right, gotta get a new car. Got it. All right, cool. Next thing, gotta get. You know, it was it was always. All right, what am I doing next? What am I doing next? What am I doing next? And I never just stopped for a second. It wasn't until probably, oh goodness, um, it wasn't until the beginning of this year when one of my friends was like, Ashley. I need you to sit down and write down everything you've accomplished and I was like, What? She's like, sit down and write down everything you've accomplished since you've had your children And I was like, Oh, okay. So then I had to, i she forced me to sit there and write it out and I sat there and I was like, Oh my gosh, I forgot I did this. Oh my gosh, I forgot I did that too. Wow, I just really just went past that and it it kinda was like, Wow, I just I need to slow down. Hmm. And and you know not not revel in and wow in the moment like for too long, but at least give myself a moment where I'm like, okay, hey, all right, not many people could do this right now, and I just did it. Hmm. Pat on the back, and then, you know, and then go forward. But you know, be present and then celebrate small victories is, are definitely the two things that. Um two pieces of advice that I, I
0: would definitely share. Well, that's, I I didn't give you any prep time on that question. <laughs> that's like the best answer you could possibly give. I mean, that's, I, I'm just sitting here thinking about, um, you know, due to some circumstances, I'm going to be at home for the next couple of weeks. And today I kind of spent the day moping around because I don't, I mean I love to be home. I love to be with Amy and Ina, but I like to be at work and right. And I'm thinking like I got to use up all these days that I've saved and all this stuff to do this and it's just I haven't been very present today. <laughs> and I haven't celebrated small victories like I over the past couple of weeks have been writing thank you notes and I wrote 20 thank you notes in cursive which I haven't done since like 3rd grade. <laughs> and, wow. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And we got them all um mailed out today and that was just that's a great victory I think. This is the first time I've done anything like this for Beautiful Beginnings and like we're mailing out pledged donor forms and all this stuff and Yeah. Yeah, so I can I can take that to heart today and I appreciate that advice. I, Of course, that is definitely a victory. If nobody else takes it, I will. (laughs) Uh, um, So, finally, we've come to the part that I always anticipate the most. I don't know about Amy, but (laughs) um, I want to hear about a hilarious catastrophe you've had with your children. Oh, boy.
2: (laughs) Do you
0: want one of each, or do you want just one? Oh, you can lay us... Yeah, do whatever. I would love more than one. <laughs> All right, so I'll start with my oldest.
2: Um, and he he loves this story. He thinks it's the funniest thing. At the time it was happening when he was a baby, I was not, it was not funny. Uh, so, Miles, he was, oh gosh, I think he had to have been like three months, two to three months old. And I, at the time, was working overnight at a hotel. So I was a night auditor. So I was up all night, um, got him from my parents in the morning, napped when he napped, and sometimes he wouldn't nap. (laughs) i would be (laughs) up all day, and I was doing
0: school. So I was tired. Oh, yeah. But um, on on one of my days off, uh,
2: one of my friends had invited us to lunch. And I was like, okay, all right, awesome, let me let me get everything done out of the way um, so I at least I have some time to get there, and we're not rushing or late. So I got him bathed, I got him dressed, I got myself bathed, dressed, all that stuff. We're, we are like 100% got his bags packed, everything's in order, and I was like, this is amazing. Like, oh my gosh, I did it. Like, all right, we're getting ready to go, and all of a sudden... Miles has the biggest diaper blowout I have ever seen in my life, and I just stood there. Like, it, it, it was, it, oh, gosh, it came out of everywhere. It came out of his back. It came out of his sides. It came down his pants. It got on my clothes. It got on the floor. It was just everywhere. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I'm, like, mortified, in tears, bawling my eyes out. I called my father and i was like dad like my just exploded i got everything done and i'm like it is like just hysterical and my dad starts busting out laughing at me and i was like oh my god it's like are you not hearing me i am really struggling i'm tired he's got this this happened i was ready and, you know just going off and just bawling him And I was like, No, it's not I have to you know, just speak everything just Oh gosh. Miles was just sitting there like, Hey, what's going on? Like, you know <laughs> this is the kind of thing and Oh man, I cleaned up everything. I called my friend, I was like, Hey, it's not gonna happen today like you know, <laughs> Look what I could do. And he's uh, hes running around the floor, but, like, not standing up. He's running around <laughs> with his forehead on the carpet, pushing himself around the
0: floor. Oh, gosh, that got
1: of
2: hurt. And, I mean, he thought, he was, he was like, oh, this is a challenge. Like, I'm going to do this. So he's running around the floor with his head to the floor, and I'm looking at him. When he calls me, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, mom, I was doing this like race thing and all this stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, because he got up and he had a rug burn so bad on his forehead. And I looked at him like, oh my goodness, what did you do? (laughs) So When he went to school the next day, of course, like he's got this huge, huge rug burn scab on his forehead. And I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to explain this. So went to, went to his school and I looked at this teacher and the teacher looked at him and looked at me and was like um your son has something on his head I was like know yep. and she goes um what happened I'm like okay let me explain he thought he was like doing something major cool and he just he just ruined ruined his forehead so for a while he had this, this gas on his forehead you know, we go different places and people would look at me funny. Like, what did you? I'm like, I
0: didn't do anything. I like, <laughs> thought ran he was a race head car. Head into... <laughs> right. <laughs> he ran his head into the carpet. Oh
2: goodness. <laughs> yes. So they are. <laughs> they, they are funny. He is. His head is completely healed. <laughs> he got no. He's got no marks or anything
0: on it. But I was just like, what? And God, why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I remember being a child, and I was just a complete idiot. <laughs> like, oh, no. The things that I would do that I thought was fun or funny, it's like, why would I do that? Yep. Uh, that's a good one. Oh, goodness. Yep. I love it. Especially, especially boys, man.
2: Yeah. They,
0: are, they, are, they are funny. <laughs> uh, oh, that's good stuff. That just made my day. Oh. Uh, okay well thank you for coming on thank you for all of your um your story your words of advice and um just the hilariousness of your children yeah, uh, absolutely I'm looking forward to um I don't yeah I'm looking forward to our continued um partnership that's what I'll leave it as for right now <laughs> Um, it's been great getting to know you and um I can't wait to see what the future has in store for us, um and for you especially and for your children. I mean, it I never really oh every now and then I'll just stop and think about Ina and you know, she has a future of her own. I am a part of it, but her life is gonna be outside of me, a lot of it. <laughs> So. Um, it's cool and scary to think about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to see what your boys grow up to to do in their life, and I know that um, they have a a godly woman at home to lead them, and from what you've ta- said, uh, a lot of godly men surrounding them with uh, good advice and uh, mentorship. So I'm excited to see Absolutely. what the future has for them. So. Thank you. I guess that about sums everything up. Do you have anything else that you want to add or anything that you want to tell our listeners?
2: Um, I guess the last thing I've, I want to add is just push yourself. Um, even the things that you think you may not be ready for, um, just do it. And a lot can, can come from it. I mean, right now, I I never wanted to go back to school after I finished my bachelor's degree after having two kids and doing all school during those times. And I was like, I'm not touching school. I'm done. That's it. I'm good. And last year, the school had called me and said, "Hey, you're an alumni. You get a deal on uh, coming back to school and doing your master's degree." I was like, "Oh no, oh." I don't want to do that <laughs> it was hard enough already to do my bachelor's degree but um I I signed up and huh. I'm I'm in it I'm in the throes of, of my MBA but you know in reality I mean I'll be done um I think February or March of 2022 wow so I mean that's sooner than than later and I mean that's a whole other step in life yeah um so i mean it doesn't even have to be that big but you know even little things and little opportunities that you've got if if it's presented in front of you pray about it god's just go then go ahead Uh take it (laughs) so that's that's my last piece of advice
0: that's good i appreciate that
2: absolutely
0: and thank you for having me yeah absolutely This this is awesome it's been a pleasure um uh, we'll be sure... Uh, I'll get some more information from you uh, after all of this, and I'll probably send you a text and get some stuff from you. So Because okay. we have show notes now. like We actually take notes and link people to people, and yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we're moving on up in the world. <laughs> <laughs> moving on up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very cool. Well, I... Enjoy talking to you. Here's Amy again, coming hey, Amy. In at the tail end.
1: Hello <laughs> hello, hello. I'm not avoiding you. <laughs> That's
0: okay. No worries. <laughs> mm, this is our life now. Just Amy walking <laughs> I, in and out. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it was a pleasure to talk to you, and I look forward to hearing from you again.
2: Sounds good. Thank you
0: both. All right. You have a good night.
2: Bye. You guys
0: too. Bye. Bye. Okay, that was a fantastic interview. Um, Sorry that Amy was only in it for about two minutes. Ina, during the interview, was um, trying unsuccessfully to go to sleep. And, yeah, we've been working on her sleep schedule the past couple weeks. And, well, really, we haven't been doing much work to it. She's been demanding her own sleep schedule. And it's just frustrating sometimes. But... Um, it was still a great interview I'm grateful that Ashley shared so much with us um, I pray that you were encouraged and inspired uh, I'm going to steal our verse of the week from her, John sixteen thirty three. Um, this is Jesus speaking, he says I have said these things to you and this is, this is um, closing in on his crucifixion, so he's telling more and more things to his disciples things like I'm going to prepare a place for you, and I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's being being very clear about his position as the Son of God and the Christ, the Messiah, and their future in heaven with them. Um, and then even his death, he foretells his death several times, and they just don't pay attention. But anyway, so he says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, or troubles, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Um, problems are unavoidable in the world, especially as a parent. Like Amy was talking about earlier, we experience spit-up constantly. <laughs> um, just this morning, a bonked her head and cried about it for a good ten minutes, and I completely understand. But these are very minor troubles, I mean, compared to childhood cancer and um, miscarriages and just trying to think of other horrible, horrible tragedies that some parents have to go through. Our troubles seem so small compared to those, but they're still troubles and it's part of this world, it's part of our life, and it kind of sucks at times, but Jesus gives us hope. He says, I have overcome the world. Um, Our hope doesn't end here. Our journey doesn't end here. Uh, We have eternity to look forward to. And uh, the 70, 80, if you're very unlucky, 110 years that you may spend on this earth is going to look so tiny compared to 4 trillion years, which is just the very precipice of the beginning of heaven. (laughs) So, uh, we do have a hope outside of this world, and that is encouraging as a parent. Do you have anything to add on that?
1: I'm just taking it in.
0: Yeah, Amy is back with us again. <laughs> uh, we actually, I I guess I shouldn't date these, but this is like a week after we did the interview. We're actually a day late in posting this, and so we're kind of cramming in an introduction, so they say. But, yeah. Anyway, I guess that's about everything.
1: That
0: sounds it. Okay. Um, We should really pre-record these kinds of things. We need to do that eventually. But be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Amateur Parenting Podcast. You can go to our website, pbeginningsministry.org. Click on the Amateur Parenting Podcast tab, and there you can find our show notes. You can find all kinds of good stuff there. Um, Maybe even some pictures of Ina if you're lucky. Um, and we will be posting all past and present show notes eventually. Um, right now I'm just trying to get caught up on present, (laughs) um, get a routine down. Uh, let's see. You can also email us at amateur parenting podcast at com and let us know what you like, what you don't like. If you are on, um, not iTunes, Apple podcasts. You can leave us a review there. Um, preferably, preferably a good review that will allow people to find us. I, I don't have Apple podcasts and I'm having a really hard time figuring it out with my Android phone. Apple does not like anything but Apple. So I don't know how to check those reviews, but if you have already left a review, thank you so much. And I will try my best to figure that out so I can, thank you maybe even on the podcast on the air um, so you get your little Shadow. yeah, four seconds of fame <laughs> um, if you can consider yeah, uh, maybe a dozen people hearing your name fame <laughs>
2: all, all right. across the world
0: yeah that's true people in the UAE That's other than the United States I think the United Arab Emirates is the next biggest listener hmm. yeah it's weird I don't know if it's like a they're learning English or if it's they're just really into American podcasts. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, we love you guys. We're thankful for you guys. And we hope to see you next week. Toodles.